You're listening to Locked On Now NHL, local experts on the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. We've got our Locked On NHL host here to tell you everything you need to know from around hockey on Tuesday. The Kraken and the Bruins played for the first time ever in our biggest game. The biggest game. The Seattle Kraken made their first trip to Boston ever last night, and the Bruins did not treat the Kraken to a warm welcome. After Boston spoiled a Seattle comeback late, our Locked On Bruins has the recap. The Boston Bruins are heading into the All-Star break on a high note after defeating the Seattle Kraken by a score of 3-2 here on Tuesday night in the first game between these two franchises. Uh, This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked On Boston Bruins. The Bruins didn't make it easy on themselves. They were holding a 2-0 lead heading into the third period. They allowed Seattle to tie things up, uh, but David Pasternak scored his second power play goal of the night to give the Bruins a 3-2 lead that they would not relinquish. He now has 14 goals in his past 15 games, uh, which is an incredible stretch for one of the league's top scorers. Uh, Linus Ulmark made 25 saves on 27 shots. And the Bruins, for the most part, shook off uh, what was a pretty poor performance against Dallas on Sunday, uh, got the win here, and will now have six days off over the All-Star break before they're back in action next Tuesday night against the Pittsburgh Penguins. For all the latest on the black and gold, please do subscribe to Locked On Boston Bruins. I'm the host, Ian McLaren, and uh, we'll talk to you again later. The San Jose Sharks had a chance to beat the defending champs on their home ice last night, but San Jose just couldn't find a way to finish the job, and Tampa took advantage. After another frustrating loss, Locked On Sharks tries to explain why San Jose has struggled to turn solid performances into wins. The Sharks drop 3-2 overtime loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm J.D. Young of Locked On Sharks, and the Sharks uh, end their road trip in a 3-2 loss to the Lightning in a game where they held their own against the two-time uh, defending champion. But um, as has been with this road trip, they played well against some of these top teams but just can't finish the job. So ending the the road trip, getting four out of the possible eight points and leaving us still wondering where this team is headed into the All-Star break. Uh, we'll discuss where the Sharks are and where they should be going forward on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Sharks. Make sure you guys subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can subscribe to us on YouTube. Coming up, the Colorado Avalanche finally lost at home. This is Locked on Now NHL. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. If you're all about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure that you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky, waxy, and taste like a chemical spill, Built Bar is covered in 100% real chocolate. I get it. You want to eat healthy, but it's just so boring. By like week three, week four, right now, February, you might be thinking this is just not worth it. Where's the chocolate? Well, again, Built Bar is covered in 100% real chocolate and it contains 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. 
So here's an idea for the new year. Go to your secret treat stash at home, in the pantry, in the office, wherever it may be. Throw out all of the sugary or calorie-filled treats and replace them with Built Bars. So when you're craving that snack or treat, you can reach for something that's actually healthy and it tastes incredible. And even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and it's good for you. That way, when you enjoy a delicious Built Bar, you can almost count it as a workout. There's so many flavors to choose from. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint, brownie, and many, many more. In fact, Built is always coming out with new limited time flavors, so make sure you're checking Built.com often to see what's new. We have an offer for you guys. If you go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, that is LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Now NHL. I'm Kim Becker, and thanks for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Let's continue our recap of everything you may have missed around the league last night. Let's go around the league. The Florida Panthers have been one of the highest scoring teams in hockey this season, but got a taste of their own medicine in New York last night to go into the all-star break on a loss. Our Locked On Panthers host tells you how the Rangers beat Florida in the Garden once again. Not the way you want to end the first half of the NHL season right before the All-Star break. What is up, guys? This is Armando Velez from the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. And the Florida Panthers dropped their last game of the first half of the season by a final score of 5-2 to two against the New York Rangers at Madison Square Garden. That's the second time now that the Florida Panthers have made a trip to MSG and they come out with an L on this one. And the Florida Panthers, the they it was very noticeable that they were on a second end of a back-to-back. And you got to give credit to the New York Rangers. Uh, Igor Sesterkin was brilliant tonight and their power play going three of five uh, for the New York Rangers, two of them by Chris Kreider. And Chris Kreider's well on his way to be in contention for the Rocket Richard uh, for the NHL. And the Florida Panthers, they got off to a very powerful start where, where they got a power play goal. And there was a time where the Florida Panthers were leading in shots on goal, 18 to seven. But after the second goal of the game, the, the New York Rangers just took the game over and takeaways. Uh, it was an advantage from the New York Rangers, 16 to three. Of in takeaways and that's really a lot of what had to do with the New York Rangers coming back into this game and then scoring four unanswered goals for them to carry them to this victory and winning the season series as well uh, for New York so to listen to my recap of this five to two loss against the New York Rangers make sure to la- listen to my latest episode of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day The Philadelphia Flyers provided plenty of drama for the fans before scoring twice in the third period to secure victory over the Jets. Our Locked On Flyers has the post-game rundown of everything you need to know from Philly. Hi, this is Rachel Donner with your Locked On Flyers. Quick post-game reaction to the Flyers' 3-1 victory over the Winnipeg Jets. That's two wins in a row now for the Flyers heading into the All-Star game break. And it's the team's first regulation win of 2022. 
One of the issues, I think, plaguing the Flyers all season long has been the power play, and the Flyers couldn't make it work tonight either. They went 0 for 4 with a man up, and I think that's kind of what led to the game being so even throughout most of it, because other than that, after the Flyers gave up a super early goal, uh, like I said, the game was pretty even with periods of each team having sustained pressure. Flyers PK was pretty good. Uh, overall shots on goal were close with the Flyers slightly ahead at 36 to 33 at the end of the game. But both goaltenders made some excellent saves. You have to give both Connor Hallibuck and Carter Hart credit here. I think the difference maker for the Flyers was their aggressive play toward the end of the game. Scott Lawton had an amazing game. He was blocking shots, creating chances, especially that two-on-one with James Van Riemsdyk in the late third period that ultimately led to the game-winning goal. For more on this game and the Flyers all season long, tune into the Locked On Flyers podcast here on the Locked On Sports Network. The Islanders have struggled to close out games this season, so our Locked On Islanders host was thrilled with how New York finished against the Senators at home last night. He's here to tell you more about the low-stress victory. Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders here. Islanders skate to a 4-1 win over the Ottawa Senators at UBS Arena. Solid all-around game after giving up the first goal for the fifth straight time. And the best thing about this for the Islanders was their finish. They were up 3-1 to one after two periods. And at no point in the third period did you ever get the feeling that they were in danger of losing their lead. The Islanders controlled the tempo. They had more quality scoring chances than the Senators did throughout the third period. Basically, they kept their foot on the gas, played smart defensive hockey, and still had more scoring chances than Ottawa. This was Islanders hockey, and the result is two points. For more, listen to the Locked On Islanders podcast with me, Gil Martin, wherever you get podcasts. The Dallas Stars blew a late lead and now have to go into the All-Star break with a loss as well. Our Locked On Stars host tells you all you need to know in a loss to the Flames. Well, the Dallas Stars came out on Tuesday night, seeming to be going into the break with a win, but then they turned the narrative at the last second and stabbed the fan base in the back by blowing a 3-1 lead to the Calgary Flames. Hey everyone, Dane Lewis here with the Locked on Stars podcast coming to you after the Stars saddening, depressing 4-3 loss to the Flames at the American Airlines Center, the last game for the Stars before heading into the All-Star break. And things seem to be going swimmingly up until about the midway point, uh, even past the midway point. Uh, excuse me, in the third period, the Stars up 3-1, to one, sitting pretty comfortably, seemed to have been playing pretty good defense. Jake Ottinger having another really solid night like we saw him have on Sunday night against the Bruins, but the, the defense just collapsed and played really, really soft down the stretch, allowed Calgary to hold on to the puck too long. Jake Ottinger was having to fight for his life in the crease, and eventually his, his, his juice ran out. Uh, I imagine he was getting worn down, the defense not doing him any favors, not clearing the puck well at all. Uh, and then, of course, the Dallas Stars have a chance with the game tied at three uh, to go up with about two minutes left on their own power play. They can't convert. Calgary spends most of that penalty kill sending the puck down to the other end of the ice or having some offensive opportunities of their own. And then, of course, to end that Stars power play, uh, the, the Flames go on an odd man rush and get the 4-3 lead, and the Stars could never recover. So now they go into the All-Star break with only 48 points. The, the Flames now have a full grip on that second wild card spot, and they have an additional game going on 
on Wednesday. So a chance to extend their lead there. Not an ideal ending for this Stars team going into the All-Star break. Still a lot of season left, but there, there has to be some accountability. And I think the accountability needs to come from the coaching staff because I think a lot of that collapse has to do with the system they had in place there. And, and that's what caused the defense to collapse. And so we're going to break this game down in full on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Stars. We'll see you there. Finally, the Colorado Avalanche's home winning streak is over. The Avs hadn't lost in Colorado since November, but are now 0-1 at home this month after losing on the first day of February. Locked on Avs is in to look back at the remarkable run and recap the loss. The Colorado Avalanche lose their first home game since the beginning of November. And while we all knew it would probably come to an end sometime, maybe it's a little bit surprising on who it came against. Yeah, the Avalanche went for their 19th home win in a row, and they almost had it 30 seconds away, but the Arizona Coyotes, with their goalie pulled, net a goal. Game goes to overtime. Nothing happens in overtime. And then it goes to a shootout. Avs don't get anything, and Arizona gets one. So... Home winning streak gone and overall winning streak, which was at 10 games, is also gone. A little bit of a frustrating game for the Avs here. Yeah, you got your contributions from Nazem Kadri and Miko Rantanen early, but you didn't get it when it came to when it mattered. The shootout, both of them came up empty handed mm-hmm. and Arizona leaves Ball Arena with a win. And Arizona played well. Arizona, I thought they, you know, played up to maybe the Avalanche standards. Well, you know, the Avalanche didn't play their best game. 0 for 4 in the power play. They had a 5 on 3 that they couldn't convert on. So some definitely uh, missed opportunities for the Avs. But they go into this break. You wanted to go into this All-Star break, obviously on a positive winning note and keep these streaks intact. But they didn't. Now they have a week off and they are going to have to start up another streak when the defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning come to town and the Avs get ready for the second half of the season and the home stretch into the playoffs. That's all for today on Locked On Now NHL. Thank you again for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Now that you're done here, go ahead and make your second listens Locked On NHL and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kim Becker. This has been Locked On Now. Locked On your team every day.